Gentlemen, welcome to episode 31 of the Friggin' Earth Podcast. My goodness, I'm your host, Mario Lima, joined by half of the Friggin' Nerds crew. We got <laughs> the lovely, from Diagon Alley, Lee Dumas. Hello, magical friends. Yes, yes, welcome. And of course, it's your boy, the very festive, the very handsome, James Whitehead Jr. What's happening, brother? Yo, 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 big it's money boy, friggin' nerd James, aka big money, <laughs> aka I didn't get the prediction right, but we'll talk about that. But uh, what's up, everybody? <laughs> oh, yeah, man, the predictions. I was so close. Like, uh, full disclosure, uh, I know the elephant in the room. Uh, we just had yeah. Spider Man weekend. Uh, yeah. I'm sure some of you guys are wondering, when are the friggin' nerds gonna talk about Spider Man? Not yet. Yeah, uh, we do have at the beginning of the post show, we did put a video of our initial reactions, which I might post maybe on Twitter or something for guys to check out after who missed it or if you guys want to watch the VOD on Twitch. Um, but everybody loved it. Everybody had a good time. But uh, Mike and Britt are still uh, living it up in Orlando. That's where they actually get to, went to go see the movie. Yeah. Lucky. And Lucky. Um, so, you know, we have Christmas coming up. We're taking the next week off from podcasting so first podcast of the year wow first i just wow it's true first one of 2022 we'll be back and we will spoil it hot the hell out of that movie yes yes yes. get ready like we've been we've been talking about it for days like me james mike everybody we've been it's like forever yeah oh yeah so we have a lot to say so be patient, guys. It's coming. It's coming. It's not now. A late Christmas gift for you. A that's all. Christmas yes. Gift. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but speaking of Christmas, and what's that? Shout out to Micah for uh, the full <laughs> Spider-Man cosplay. He went in CityWalk. Goals. In. Goals. I'm still. I'm still mad. He Mike didn't go with old Peter. to the Wall, wall with the cosplay. <laughs> yeah. <if you> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm still mad Mike didn't go with the old Peter Parker look from Spider Verse. He would have pulled that off like perfectly. Oh yeah, Peter B. Parker. Oh, oh my gosh, he would have yes. pulled it next year. I told him next year you got to do it. Yeah, start taking pictures with people and everything. <laughs> like perfect. Yes, <laughs> make some money. <laughs> oh, exactly. Uh, but anyway, speaking of Christmas and Christmas gifts, uh, we can start the show with a segment that gives people in the audience a chance for a fun christmas gift you know it you love it this segment's called the swear jar and for gosh sake watch your language each week the hosts are given a key word that we are not allowed to say during the show each time that word is said one dollar gets added to the swear jar at the end of the draft season one lucky audience member will win the pot Tonight's swear jar word is holiday. Holiday, holiday, holiday. Holiday, holiday, holiday. Holiday. I love that we get it like that's like the thing now. We get it all out before. Get it out. Get it out. Get it out your system. 
Oof. Oh my holiday. goodness. So, so, a, so after this sentence, we can't Happy say the word holiday anymore. Days. Starting now. <clears throat> and real quick, uh, I forgot to mention the swear jar pot as of right now is only a mere $3. So we'll be mm. sh- we'll be sure to get that up for you guys. <laughs> Wait, was it what was it last week? Was it fantastic? Uh, fantastic was not a fantastic word. Yeah, fantastic. Yes, it was. It was fantastic. Yep. Yeah. And we yeah. don't have Mike here this week to to like you know contribute to the pot. So we'll I'm see. starting to take his place. I don't know. It might, <laughs> I say James it might be. Yeah, it might be. Oh, so man. we'll see what happens. We'll see. Uh, but yes, yeah, just to get a little warmed up here, we're going to play one of our favorite games here. It's a little take on a classic board game you guys might like. It's called Guess Who? 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 I love that. I love that. Every time. But so every, so every time we play this game, guys, you know how guess who works. We have to describe a character and a person who has given us the character has to did I explain that right? Someone picks a character and mm-hmm. then we have to guess yes who the no character questions. is. Yes or no questions. We gotta guess who it is. There it yes. is. See, yes. it's, it's easier when Mike is here. Mike usually does this for me. <laughs> um so yes, I think tonight we have James and Lee playing. Yeah. So this and we have a timer good. as well. Yes. So I think, I think we brought it down to what two minutes now? Two minutes, yeah. Because initially it was three, and like y'all killed it. So now it's two minutes. So um, two minutes of playtime. Two minutes of playtime. I feel like the pressure's on because there's less minds here. So like now it's just going to be going like back and forth. Like oh, yeah. right, answer, answer, answer. Because it's just two people answering. Yeah. So it's from one. Be... So yeah, it's gonna oh, be tough. God. Oh, let me get. So let me get the timer up here. All right, I don't all right. actually have a character in my head, so well, I think James oh. is going first. I think, or oh. whoever wants to go first. Hmm. Rock paper scissors. <laughs> there you go. Let's say you do it. Delay. <laughs> no, they, you got me first in the in the um, note, so let's do it. All right. So we're. I think lose my mind here. There it is. All right. Two minutes. All right. So you got it. You got one in your in your head. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Now, just want to put this out there: we can't use anything from No Way Home that could spoil something. So we can't really use any characters from there. I'm assuming. Uh, well, I mean, unless it's a character we already know is in the movie, from based from the trailer, from the trailer. Yeah, I would. Yes. I would say like. Yeah, or um, if it's a character like that we don't know is in it from the trailers, right, right, but right. is in other things, right, 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 say, right. Then last, stick with the other thing. I was okay. I would say. Ep- <laughs> I would say last episode I did Doc Ock. Yeah, and he was in the trailer. Okay, okay, so, I'm with you. I'm with you. Right. Okay, I, I have it. I have it. I have okay. it. I think this is pretty easy. So we'll see what happens. All right. And All so right. uh, Lee, I'll have you start the guessing starting right now. Go. All right. Is this a character in the MCU? Yes. Okay. All right. Is this character an Avenger? No. All right. Is this character a male? Yes. Is this character a villain? Yes. Ooh. Uh, Is this a big bad villain? Clarify. 
is this like one of the villains in an overarching theme, like a, a multiple movie villain? No. Okay. Okay. To clarify, is it a Spider-Man villain? No. Ooh. All right, Lee. Uh, is it a? <sighs> Do they have powers? Superpowers? No, no powers. Oh wait. Um, uh, is this um, is this character bald? <laughs> yes. <laughs> is it is it Craven the Hunter? <laughs> no. <laughs> is, it, is, is it Kingpin? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought I had oh. it. I thought I had it. Oh. He, he will be a Spider-Man v- villain eventually. Eventually, I feel it. We're gonna talk about that later. Eventually, that was yeah. good. That was a good little trick. I, I was, I was like, oh. Oh, 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 I totally would have gotten that eventually. Maybe. I don't know. How much oh, time man. do we have left, Mario? That was like forty seconds left. So really? Oh, okay, okay. That okay. was rough. Okay. All right, that was close. I'm feeling like uh, I'm gonna. Okay, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. let me think real quick. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, what direction is Lee going? Does she go Potter? Does she go MCU? What's she feeling tonight? That's the question. Mm. That is the question. <laughs> All right, Mario, you got the timer. Yeah. You're, you're, you're good to go, Lee. Um, I think I think I'm gonna change my answer. Hold on, <laughs> she's trying to get those points. Yeah. Well, also, audience, if you are unaware, uh, the everyone is has a chance to get points if the cats who are guessing gets it before the timer goes out, we get points, and of course, the cat who threw out or we're trying to figure out if we don't guess, the other person gets points. So. Uh, yes. Points are going around for sure. So this is high stakes. I need it. I need the points oh, badly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. hanging, I'm hanging out for dear life with you, James. Jeez. I've changed my answer thrice, but oh I think I gosh. have it. That's, That's not a good sign. Yeah, this is going to be weird. It's all right. We have James. Weird. Start, we have James start the guessing starting right now. Is this a Harry Potter character? Yes. Okay. Um, is this a uh, professor? Yes. Uh, did they teach defense against the dark arts? No. Did they teach potions. No. Is it was this character only in the books? No. Yes. It was in the book. All right. Was this character in the Chamber of Secrets movie? No. All right. I'm just going to start throwing out names. Professor McGonagall. No. Uh, you said no potions, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, herbology, herbology. No. Uh, Professor Slughorn. No. Uh, Trelawney. Fuck. Yo, let's go. Let's go. Mario. Let's go. Divination. Divination. You don't even know if she teaches. Divination. Let's go. I was like, for some reason, I I was like, I was thinking Trelawney, but I was like, what is she? I forget the name of the class she teaches. Yeah. Oh. 
Yo, good work, Mario. Let's go. I was getting nervous. Hey, uh, he I'll just knows you. me too well. I don't think that uh, significant others should be allowed to question. <laughs> well, I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were going to go slughorn just to pop me. Yeah, that's what I thought. So that's why I was like, okay, uh, you just go down the line. And then I was like, wait, slughorn. We always talk about him and with Mario's connection to it. So that was nice. Well, that was I, nice. I, I felt like Trelawney was appropriate because we're going to be talking about our predictions for the 20th anniversary. Ooh, so good call. There's good that call. tie in there, guys. Hey, good call. Everybody tie dies in. Yeah, mine was based off of Hawkeye, which we'll get into moving forward. So yeah, yes. let's go. Speaking <laughs> of which, guys, yes, this is the segment you guys wait for. We get together every week. We scour the headlines in the Nerdverse and bring you guys the best of the best in nerdy news. Move over, JGR James. Sir. It's time for the friggin' nerds news. There you uh, go. So uh, I know we didn't want to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home at all, but we got to talk about the box office numbers. We got to talk numbers. We did make some predictions. No Way Home earned the second highest opening of all time after nabbing. 260 million at domestic box office, which tops the premiere weekend for Infinity War, which was 257 million. Gosh. What are your thoughts here, guys? Lee, um, I'm real pissed because uh, <laughs> by Price is Right rules, I lost the prediction, but I was actually the closest person, technically speaking. And if it had gone just a little bit further, I would have won. Yeah, very sad about that, but you know, what are you gonna do? (laughs) But it's still wild, it's mind blowing that, like, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and it's getting worse, it's getting worse, but yet people are coming out to see this movie, so yeah, that's I mean, we were double masked the whole time, pretty much, aside from when we were eating our popcorn, but (laughs) right, right, yo, that's um, I think that's just a testament to. Um, A, the power of the MCU, B, Spider-Man, the IP, but also C, the fact people still want to get a sense of normalcy. Yeah. Um, just like in general. Um, gosh, like the fact that it made this amount of money beating out Infinity War, which was pre-pandemic, like, and they had more more movie theaters, I think, open than they did now because a lot of movie oh, theaters yeah. closed between 2020 when the pandemic started and up to now. So the fact that they made that amount of money um, has me excited. I'm sad also, just like Lee, because I think I had put it anywhere between like 125 or 150, I think. Um, I can't remember my prediction. you were 150 or 175. I think you okay. were 150. Okay. So I'm still off like almost $100 million, <laughs> which is insane. So um, I think this also proves um, how good the movie was. The yes. ratings on Rotten Tomatoes were like worse steady above 95% on both um, the critics and audience. So Lee's checking the current score right now as we're recording, but yeah, man, um, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm excited for Spider-Man fans, for MCU fans and just nerd fandom, nerdum, like overall, man, this is great to hear. And I cannot wait for the next blockbuster. So we all can go 
and uh, enjoy this type of movie again in the future, for sure. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Audience score, 25,000 plus scores, 99%. What? Wow. What? What? The tomato meter, like the uh, critic review is at 94%, but still, yeah. that's, that's higher than Shang-Chi. That sure. is, that is, yeah. Gosh. They did a 90... really great job with this movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It's We're going to be talking about this movie for years. Like, you know, like, mm. like where were you? Like, when this dropped, mm. like, all that. It's just like, <laughs> like, like the OG Star Wars, yep. Yeah, yep. it's just, yep. I mean. I'm, I'm really I glad remember. we have those reactions to it, too, because now <laughs> yeah. we can use those in the future. Like, Forever. remember when? <laughs> Forever, yeah. I mean, I can remember when. Uh, the first Avengers movie came out like, oh, we built up to this, like the Avengers. This is going to be great. We get to see all four of these heroes together. And yeah. now you look at it nowadays, and it's like I'm 30 years old. And I'm seeing these still. multiverse stories and like the up and the ante every time uh, still like and th- also like that's what's so cool, because when we started seeing this. Uh, superhero um, comic book adaptations on the rise in theaters and cinemas. I was hoping for movies like this, but I always thought, hey, this is too crazy to see. Like, I've been reading stuff like this for eons. Like, ever since I was able, big money was able to walk around and read anything. Like, I've always been accustomed to these type of stories, but never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined seeing it in the cinema so like yo sit back there's more of like like this coming i promise you because it's like this in the comic books yes oh my god i'm so excited then super (laughs) exciting Um, i just can't hope that they keep up with this uh this track like the way that they did this movie i hope they keep this up yeah if they continue this um particular storyline because They definitely opened the door. I'm not going to spoil anything. Don't worry, guys. But um, they definitely opened the door for some really cool stuff to happen mm-hmm. in, in this in this storyline for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Like, I'm excited for the future. We'll go into more detail. But like, you know, I I'm, I was very pleased because I, I you guys know I talk crap about this movie for months. Yeah. I yeah. was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. Like, I got to go in like, you know. Cautiously optimistic. Optimistic, yeah. But yeah. I ended up being very happy. I cried several times. It was a good time. Bravo, um, bravo. Yes, bravo to Marvel. You guys won again. <laughs> uh, but speaking of comic accuracy and other cool Marvel stories, guys, tomorrow we're recording this on the twenty first. Meaning tomorrow, the twenty second, we're getting the finale of Disney Plus's Hawkeye, Ba-ba-ba-ba. which gave us a bit of a um, mind blowing uh, cliffhanger scene. Where yes, we got our boy Wilson Fisk, but not just any Wilson Fisk, <laughs> your boy from Netflix, the Wilson Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin, yeah. Vincent. Goodness. Vincent D'Onofrio, oh, oh my gosh, bring it on, oh my gosh. So like, uh, I am so happy that we started watching Daredevil last week or two weeks ago, because yeah, when we, I saw Kingpin, I was like, oh, that is great, okay. It's funny, she's at the point right now where she loves him, she's like, he seems like he's a nice guy, 
And no, like, I didn't say he seems well, nice. I well, said I, I feel for him. Yeah, yeah. good. I feel yes. for him. Yeah. Good. good. I remember you were like, "Oh, he reminds me of my grandfather." I'm like, he's nothing like your grandfather. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's, just, <laughs> he's like, it's a little like, no, when, but like he's definitely one of the more complex uh, villains that yeah. we mm-hmm. like that I've seen in a TV show for sure. And he mm-hmm. just so. he just does it so well. Like we just got yeah. to the point where I don't want to spoil their for people, but like James will know. I mean, when he's a kid. You know, we see. Oh my God! You know, y'all doing season one? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, we're doing. I that. haven't we're seen any everything. of it before. Oh, so. you, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because yeah, because so. she was like asking me all these questions. I'm like, what should, should we watch? Daredevil? I'm like, yes, I would love to rewatch it. So, yes. been, I've actually I've been the one that's it. been trying to watch it more often than Mario is. He's ironically on this Harry Potter kick, and he's like <laughs> now he's first he's reading the books for the first time. Let's go. And I'm watching Daredevil for the first time. Let's so go. we're we're both doing first this season that's good that's good you know we got we get to dip into our own our own things there but um lee i will say um in my opinion daredevil just all what three seasons i think they went up to Mm -hmm. just that series alone i think is one of the best tv shows i've seen but definitely top three comic book tv shows like okay hands down so I think you will thoroughly enjoy it, especially the character development with everybody, not just the main guys, everybody. So um, I cannot wait to hear your thoughts for sure. I'm excited for sure. We'll have to do like a, We'll have to do a little chit chat about yes. Daredevil for sure yes. on future podcasts. Yes, yes. And we start like a, kind of like a, like a book club, but like just have people watch old Marvel shows. And like we, <laughs> yes. we right? discuss them on Discord. Yes. I mean, they're gonna yes. they're coming relevant again in the MCU, so I think that that's not completely uncalled and, for <laughs> and thank god because I, I i remember when they started like there was that like for, it's like a few years ago now like when they just started kind of offing these shows they're like luke cage is done daredevil is done iron fist is done all that and i'm like man i'm not sure yeah what a waste of like these were so good bombs I'm, I'm really happy that they're like bringing yeah. it back and i'm finally like, like we know like turning into oh, canon so good yeah so yeah. super exciting but back to present day we saw kingpin and hawkeye so with everything that's going on this week in new york movie wise in the mcu what are some predictions you guys have for what we're going to see tomorrow because also a side note um the rating came out for the episode which said there will be a lot of like violence and like language in this episode which is a first for i think an mcu show so i'm curious how crazy it's going to get if if Fisk is the same Fisk that we had before, are we going to yeah. see some like real messed up stuff? Oh my gosh. I don't think we're going to see that much of him because this is still Hawkeye and they've still been developing uh, what's her name? So um, Kate. Yeah, Kate Bishop. So I think the language is going to come from maybe the jumpsuit crew or even how did you said that though mario that's i'm anticipating violence i'm anticipating a lot of violence i'm anticipating a huge fight scene like marvel normally does in any finale um but i want closure on why hawkeye has been worried about kingpin the big guy, as he's been saying uh, in the past couple of episodes, I want closure on that aspect and what this leads to, because um, 
how is Hawkeye even aware of this? How are they going to explain his presence throughout? Was Ronan, had they crossed paths with Ronan? And so that's how Hawkeye had got wind of it, or is just his background being an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, I would like some explanation with that, which I think needs to be had. Um, but also, Kate Bishop, uh, where she goes, where does, um, what's her name? Um, uh, Black Widow's sister. Yelena. Um, Yelena. Yelena. Where does like how does this work out? Are they how going to have in? a th- yeah? Are we going to have a three person team up? All three of them fighting off? Like there's a lot of ways they can go with this. Um, Kate Bishop's mom. I'm thinking she's still pretty bad, like low key, especially since she's working with uh, Kingpin, according to the photo at the end of last week's episode. So um, there's a lot of ants. <laughs> oh yeah, spoilers. I'm sorry. But there's a uh, there's a lot of questions that I think they need to answer, and it sucks. It's only only six episodes, but I think we're going to get some closure. So I was, I was thinking the same thing that it, it seems almost like, I feel like we've been getting all these bits and pieces all season. So I'm really hoping that this ties everything together this episode, because I feel like we've been getting all these characters and I'm not quite sure how they all come together yet. Like, yeah. Yes. Um, or like pieces. So like the Rolex, for example, the watch that we saw what yeah. two episodes ago, is that Kingpin's watch? Like, like, where does that, that all confirmed? fit into this puzzle? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I hope that we get all of us, this, these puzzle pieces in this last episode and that they don't keep us hanging on for them, like, yeah. for something in the future, you know? Well, yeah. I had some pretty wacky uh, thoughts uh, during our watch parties throughout the week. Um, where, uh, so with this next episode, I think we will see a little bit more Kingpin. Um Maybe not too much, you know, but back to James's point, you know, why is Clint so um, worried about Fisk? And uh, they did mention in, I think, the first episode with that auction, the first or second episode. Yeah. Yeah. Where like, you know, oh, this is the suit of Ronan who like was known for taking down the crime syndicate in the underbelly of uh, Manhattan or whatever. Uh, so we that's true. So we got to think that the years he was Ronan in the U.S., he was fighting fisk um and my 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 crazy theory was i know everyone's saying that the watch belongs to clint's wife Mm -hmm. um but i think because the way he said it was like oh this watch belonged to somebody i used to work with and he's not in the game anymore and the guy that i thought wasn't in the game anymore was matt murdoch shoot so how dope would i want to see like how cool like doing Daredevil and Ronan like Polly kicked ass together like yeah. that would be cool to see. Yeah. Um so I wonder but how would that with, tie into his like identity with what with uh Matt Murdock's? Yeah, the Rolex. And, I mean, well, it, he said that it like ties into his identity somehow like it yeah, basically I mean, encompasses Yeah, identity. nobody's supposed to know he's Daredevil. He's like he's like Spider-Man where it's like he's not you know, he has a, sec- a separate identity. <laughs> So maybe that's what they're worried about. And, you know, and just rewatching Daredevil, you know, Matt always had a dope Rolex on. He always looked nice with a suit and he always like yeah. cleaned up. So like it would make sense for that to be his. Um, but it's uh, I'm curious to see where they where they go with if they're going to bring back that watch. <laughs> and like if they show Daredevil at the end and like maybe he fights alongside Hawkeye at the end. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go crazy. Hot takes, 
Hot I takes. It, the watch actually belongs to James. He signed a contract with the MCU and didn't tell us about it because he did say that all you need for a good outfit is a good pair of shoes and a good watch. It, it, it so. watch. Exactly. <laughs> and oh my gosh, that is true. Oh my gosh. Yo, I, okay. I won't spoil season three. Okay. But that can't work based off of season three, though, Mario. How it ended. Watch- oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Because of what the deal they made. So right. if so, it would have to be connected to something else. Because I was thinking about that. I was like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing. But then I, I literally just watched the scene, the, the last scene of the third one between uh Daredevil and Fisk. I watched that power, that that gosh, that powerful scene. Um Right. And I was like, oh, crap, they made that deal. So in a way, this time is and plus the timelines are vaguely off. It could work if this timeline is during season two. But that's not the case, because we obviously know this is after Endgame, after everybody had got blipped and brought back. So obviously that wasn't explored in the TV shows because they weren't working together, Marvel TV and Marvel movies. So. I like your theory, but gosh, I don't think it works based off of what they did in season three. Now, if they wiped off season three or any of the TV shows and just brought back the characters, then Mario, we have something because they could treat the Netflix TV shows as not canon and just go their own route. And this is uh, Wilson's fifth way of trying to reveal or well, trying to reveal what's his name's uh, identity. So that could work if they wiped everything away. It doesn't seem likely though, because I'm not going to spoil it, but because of uh, other things that we've seen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. But I forgot about that, James, but like, I wonder, yeah. Cause you gotta figure how many years have passed things change yeah so i wonder if something just went down like a, a scar was opened uh something was going on you know maybe he had the or his uh fisk wife is out the picture so you know what i'm saying so yeah. like there's a yo uh, yo all i'm saying is mcu is pulling from some amazing material and just not only from hawkeye but also from these characters so well developed in the Netflix TV shows that they could honestly just pull from the toy box and do their own story. So um, I'm just excited to see these guys in the MCU because we've been wanting it ever since season one. We were hoping we see them in Infinity War, nothing. We were hoping we'd see them in a Spider-Man, just a cameo or something, nothing. So just the fact that they're slowly bringing them in, I'm excited and um Yo, they're going to handle these guys with care for sure. Absolutely. Oh my God, I'm just excited for tomorrow, man. Like you guys are. <laughs> me gonna too. See, you guys are gonna see me flip. Watch out. party in our Discord. Yeah. So yeah, if you guys want be to be there, or be square. Be there, or be square yeah, for sure. sure. <laughs> my goodness. But speaking of the future of the MCU, man, this is I'm I'm actually really excited about this story. Uh, this is me and James's boy right here. <laughs> Uh, our boy uh, Neo himself, Keanu Reeves, uh, confirms meeting 
with Kevin Feige. Uh, this comes from comicbook.com. Uh, back in 2019, Marvel Studios boss Kevin Feige told comicbook.com that he and Marvel Studios ha- had met with the Matrix and John Wick star Keanu Reeves. Since then, there has been no known movement coming out of their conversations, but fans began tossing out their ideas and desired characters uh, for the action star to play. Uh, now, years later, comicbook.com got a chance to talk with Reeves ahead of his Matrix Resurrections, and actor confirmed they talked. Um, <laughs> he said, we haven't yet. Uh, Reeves said about finding a Marvel character to play, all while uh, sat beside Matrix co-star Carrie Ann Moss, who appeared in Marvel's Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Defender series. We mm-hmm. have met, and Kevin Feige's a cool cat. Yeah, but no, we <laughs> do not a page have. Out of James's book. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have anything there. We got to find something. So my question is, who do we want to see him play in the MCU? Ooh. I don't know enough about the comics to answer this question. I feel. <laughs> uh, I, I know me and James have some ideas. Yeah, yeah. I'll, go ahead, Mario. I'll let you go. So me, I'm like, uh, so with, with Keanu, man. Uh, I mean, if they're going to bring in the X-Men, I would like to see him as uh, Cyclops. Mm. I know people want to see him as Wolverine, but I don't see it. Maybe, but... No, one, no, no, not Wolverine. Yeah, He's too tall. Too tall. I need a, I need a short Wolverine. Small, we got tall from Hugh Jackman. I need a short Wolverine. Small Canadian guy. We need it. <laughs> um, but yeah, with uh, but another property I'm very excited about coming soon, which is there's, there's a poster out for it. They're not really talking fantastic much about four. it. It's a Fantastic Four. Uh, so I would like to see him oh my as gosh. possibly Mr. Fantastic. No. Oh, my God. But if they want to go even even crazier with it, make that dude Dr. Doom. Oh, my God. Like, because oh, like, he's the he's the guy. Because, like, I, I think I told a story on the podcast when I went to Comic-Con. <laughs> uh, I, I asked Kevin Smith who he'd cast as... Um, the Fantastic Four. And he mm-hmm. cast a bunch of people, and he said for Doctor Doom, he wanted Alan Rickman. And then Shoot. he told us, he, and he said how, like, oh, you know, he he was that guy where he was like, so like, I'm hideous, I'm disgusting. When he took the mask off, he had a stupid little scar right here. One, yep. So I could yep. see Rickman doing that, but I could see Keanu killing him. <sighs> oh my gosh! Okay, so. um I love the Dr. Doom suggestion just strictly because the Doom is top five, maybe even top three villains in the comic books. Hands down, I'll fight anybody on this. Um, he is amazing. He has not gotten any justice in any incarnation, whether it's TV or movies thus far. But yo, read the Jonathan Hickman run. You'll see what I'm talking about in the comic books. But um, I'm going out of the box. I'm going out of the box and I would love to see him as one of the cosmic entities, whether it's eternity or even the living tribunal. The reason I say a cosmic entity is strictly because Keanu Reeves is just too well known. Um, a lot of the characters they brought in in the MCU, they, we know a lot of these actors, but they kind of molded in and fell in. Keanu is just like, he's made some classic roles and he's just well too versed. He's been in the Hollywood game for a while. So I think giving him a kind of like, 
cosmic entity type role allows him to kind of blend in and not even show his face as much and use CGI and let his voice do the acting, which he does so well. And so my pick is Eternity. If you if you guys have not seen Eternity, just Google Marvel Eternity. You'll see what I'm talking about. Here would be dope. And of course, the Living Tribunal would be a clutch. Um, man, like, yo, I would love to see him as any of the um, cosmic entities. If we're talking X-Men, I can't think of anyone. Um, maybe... Uh, what's his name? Forge, a Forge type character that would kind of fit with just the, his aesthetic and how he is in general as an actor. Um, but nobody main. I, I want the main characters like the X-Men to be kind of new faces, in my opinion. So that's right. my bet. Yeah, because I'm really curious about how, you know, I know we had our theories about X-Men coming to the MCU very soon, but, you know, I will say that it's nothing yet but um i'm super curious to see where they fit in with the the marvel world we have right now yeah but with fantastic four i'm way more excited for that so like and we are getting into more cosmic stuff too so i could see him showing up somewhere there too um, it's enough it's far far enough away to where it wouldn't interfere with what he's doing possibly with matrix sequels and also it's not as too heavy as a role, in my opinion, if he was a cosmic entity. So I think it's just right. So also, I need to talk to you about Fantastic Four after the thing. But anyway, Ooh, let me know. I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll always talk Fantastic Four with anybody who wants to talk to me about it, because nobody wants to talk to me about Fantastic Four. Yeah, we need said. to talk. Yes, let me know. Uh, but man, uh, Lee, do you have any thoughts uh, who, who you want Keanu Reeves to be in the MCU? Nobody. <laughs> I got I like nothing, it. man. I like, I, I like everything you guys said. You like? I just want to see him that. in there. I just want to see him in there. You know what? Basically. I'd be down to see him. That's yeah, all. that's okay. what I got. It's, it's like it's one of those things you wonder. Uh, you know what? Maybe I, I was gonna say maybe Deadpool because. <laughs> The only Ryan can do Deadpool. I'm just kidding. No, there was Deadpool mentioned in the chat earlier with the uh, the language for Hawkeye. Like maybe Deadpool's going to drop yeah. into this oh, episode. Yeah. But I'm going to say, I mean, uh, I yeah, with Ke- another thing with Keanu, like if it was a what if situation of uh, what if uh, he was Tony Stark at one point? What if he will? What if he could have played? Uh, how would his version of uh, Bruce Banner? Uh, worked in the MCU, oh. so like because Keanu, yeah, it's one of those characters, it's one of those actors. You're like, yeah, why is he not in the MCU? Like, he yeah. is fantastic. He's chilling, man. He's chilling. Yeah, I'm, I'm just <laughs> glad we we got him back in the Matrix. He looks great. Yeah. He's he always looks like he's happy to be wherever he is. Mm-hmm, like, I mm-hmm. love. He's him just happy to be that. there. Oh, that's <laughs> what I love about him. Ah, uh, but man, but moving on, wrapping up the news, we have. I know Lee's gonna be very excited about this. We have two Harry Potter stories. Let's go. Uh, one being, <clears throat> speaking of finales, we got our finale of Hogwarts uh, Torment of Houses. 
and uh, some of us aren't very happy with what happened there. So I, I'm some of us are happy also. Oh, I know. Yeah, props are props are due. Congrats, Hufflepuff, on the win. Yeah, let me get give Lee the floor because I know Lee wants to talk about this on her Props, yeah, props are props are due for real. Like David killed it. David Hufflepuff crushed it. They yes. came out of nowhere, and they yes. like snags that glory um i was honestly just happy to see slytherin go down but that's just me no offense to brit and any other slytherins listening um i think that that's just the general consensus anyway when it comes to harry potter because you know slytherin tends to win everything um be that as it may i was really disappointed with this finale episode because i felt like it should have been split into two episodes they did this really quick sudden death excuse my language bullshit at the beginning of the episode where they had the three teams essentially competing for the spot of in the finale yeah and i felt like that was crap because ravenclaw had the episode that we were on we literally had a flawless game we got every single answer correct the most points ever we got the most points out of anyone And then when it came down to it, we had one person on our team that made one error during the entire sudden death, you know, like segment. And because of that one error and because she wasn't fast enough to hit the buzzer, like we got knocked out right then and there in the very beginning of the episode. I thought that they were going to have the episode be the three teams for Mm -hmm. the whole episode, which I would have been okay with. I would have been a little bit more disappointed, but like not as disappointed as I was with the sudden death. Yeah. But I felt like at least then we would have gotten more screen time. I would have had more time to root for my team. Yeah. Like I literally got one episode and a a quarter to root for the Ravenclaws. And I was so disappointed. I was like, we get shit on in the books. We get shit on in the (laughs) movies. And now we're getting shit on in the house, the house tournament, you know? Yeah. I was real, real disappointed with that. They should have done. I think we talked about this earlier, James, uh, winner's bracket and a loser's bracket. They did the loser's bracket. Yeah, that's where the Slytherin um, came in. That's yep. where Slytherin came in. They should have done a wither- winner's bracket between, what was it, Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw? Yep. And then determined from there who would have played against Slytherin in the final because yeah. the way that they did it was really disappointing. And honestly, if they were keeping it four episodes, like you could have just had a like second place uh, type um reward you know what i'm saying so the first two episodes was you know raven claw and slytherin and hufflepuff and gryffindor winners move on automatically to the championship the losers just play for consolation prize maybe play for third place or whatever and then just have the championship because they were they were for some reason trying to stick with this four episode type thing which i don't know maybe four because of the four houses i don't know but it was weird that they had three teams in the finale in the first place, in my opinion. Yeah. So, and then the fact that they executed it like that, like you mentioned so eloquently, Lee. Um, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I was very confused. I was shaking my head and scratching my head like, okay, like Ravenclaws didn't even need to be, I mean, like they didn't need to be there if it was going to be like this. Like, seriously, no. it should have just been Ravenclaws and Hufflepuffs in the first place. But anyway, hopefully when they move on because I'm, I'm sure they're going to do another uh season because i think this was like highly rated and like a lot of people enjoyed this maybe they'll fix that maybe they'll add another episode or kind of just tweak the four episodes uh formula moving forward so we'll see 
For sure. And I definitely do have to say that like as the episodes went on, the questions did get more challenging, which I definitely yeah. thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. And I really loved that they brought like some of the props out and they were like, yeah. which prop is that, you know, which prop was actually in the movie. Like that was really cool. Yeah. Like there were some really cool moments for sure. The premise, the whole like execution, like even the um, segments and like the categories all were done well. I just mm-hmm. don't think the bracket was done well. So outside of that, the environment, like, I mean, any Potterhead enjoyed this and had fun with it outside of uh, just the way they handled the bracket. So I'm um, looking forward to more stuff like this, HBO Max, and um, hopefully they do something different on HBO Max, but TBS and who is it? Cartoon Network. Uh, I think they got something on their hands and hopefully continue with moving forward. And I definitely would like to see um, like an HBO Max version of this show that's like not cut as much as yes. it was. Like no commercials, yes. maybe commercials at the beginning and the end or whatever, yeah. but like not as much cutting as it yeah. was for this this version on TV. Agreed. Yeah, because that's the thing. You got because uh, I I saw actually because I follow I am Black Harry on Instagram, and mm-hmm. I saw that he put a story as a thing. He put a story a reel out where he was talking about how he was kind of getting sick of like the contestants getting trashed. Yeah. On social media and like you know, yeah. people got to understand it's not their fault. It's the production. Mm-hmm. It's it's the mm-hmm. people editing the show. Uh, so yeah. like it's it's really crazy to see that people are you know kind of slamming them. But it's like yeah, I think they this was I think it really a trial run. Um, mm-hmm. You know, every, not, not everything's perfect when it first starts out. It's like uh, it's kind of like just having a, a you know practice run. It's like a pilot. You know, um, I think they can make it be <laughs> a point. lot. A bit, I think it's gonna, it could be bigger. You know, it's it's a lot of stuff to what what's how long is the show? Like an hour long? Yeah. You know? Yeah, but it's like um, forty five really like, minutes. Well, yeah, the yeah, commercial breaks cut it down yes. a lot. Um so yeah, I th- I think I think they have something great here because you know, like you wonder like, you know, where it could go. It's great to have like the, the, the celebrities show up and all that. They could do mm-hmm. so much like so many bigger things and yeah, I think I think people were kind of like wondering you know, are there really that many Potter fans out there? Because like people, mm. like, people were thinking, what if this was like a Marvel trivia mm-hmm. show or a Star Wars trivia show? Oh you know, my gosh, would that, that would be insane! You know, that would take take a lot of people. Harry Potter is one of those fandoms where it's like it's very popular, but Star Wars stuff like that kind of yeah. tend to overshadow it. Uh, so I, I definitely think they have a good recipe here, and I think they will they'll bring it back bigger and better. I did notice too. Somebody in chat just mentioned. First of all, the prize was freaking awesome. Like mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. definitely the prize—a prize that any Harry Potter mm-hmm. fan would and absolutely love. They got to do basically an East Coast tour of all the Harry Potter destinations. So they they did the yes. New York store and Cursed Child. Then they were doing the exhibition in Philadelphia, I believe. And then they were going to the Wizarding World for like four days and three nights. Yep. Like that's a pretty bomb prize if you're a yeah. Harry Potter fan. I'm just saying. I'm um, spending and, money to go to those places and they're going for right? free. So <laughs> Right? I'm saying. Um, and the other thing, too, that I wanted to mention really quick that somebody else mentioned was that uh, the, a lot of the guests did seem kind of random. Like there were some guests like I feel like they should have maybe kept the guests to guests that were more related to the the series in some way mm. you know what i mean that yeah. were more tied to it it just seemed like jay leno uh who was the other one that 
had the uh, tattoo. Pete Davidson. Pete, uh, yeah. And I was like, why? Else. Like, as a Potterhead, I want to see people that, you know, like are tied to my fandom, not yeah. just people that are fans of the fandom. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like we already have that on the show. I would rather see people <laughs> that are actually, <laughs> yeah, you know. I think right. it, they were trying to get credibility and just trying to grab whoever they could, because yeah. obviously you can't bring a Daniel Radcliffe or no. um, even them uh, like they got Matthew Lewis. But like, you know, like it's kind of hard to bring a lot of these other well-known, even part of the community or the movie making experience or the actors from the Harry Potter world. So getting well, actors, I think, was easier for them to do. They should have brought um, Percy. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> true like, right. i follow yeah. him on insta and i'm not insane on twitter and i freaking love him yo he would have been him. there in a heartbeat oh my god he would have he would have yeah. they should have just reached out because he's the he, he he has like t-shirts that he made that are like that's like the seventh seventh best weasley or something like <laughs> he owns it he owns yeah, it yeah he owns yeah. it i love like, that everybody hates on percy but you know what <laughs> He's got that. <laughs> uh, say he was at LeakyCon, like emceeing yep. everything, like, and I mm-hmm. was like, and so he was cool a blast. Yeah, he was a blast. At first, he's the man. So, we'll hopefully, like, again, we'll see how it looks in the future. I'm sure it will be great. But speaking of the future of Harry Potter, we got one more cool thing we're bringing. Not only is Friggin' Nerds coming back bigger and better never next year, but we're also starting off the year with some <laughs> Harry Potter magic. Harry Potter's 20th anniversary. We're kicking uh, off the 2022 year the right way because yes. it's going to be a magical year regardless. Yes. So we have a, a new trailer dropped uh, for the uh, reunion. We got to see a lot of cool shots of like cool set pieces. It looks like we're going to be sitting in different rooms of Hogwarts. We saw the Great Hall. We saw the Common Room. Yeah. And we saw a lot of possible guests that are showing up that like i'm like blown away seeing gary oldman pop me huge oh. i was like no way like the, the everyone's coming out to play i think christopher columbus all directors are coming out to play like, yeah everyone is coming out i don't um, know about are, are all of the directors coming out or just chris columbus I know I that he definitely is because he directed the first movie. First movie, yeah, yeah. I, think, I but, think they said that a couple of the other ones were showing up too. Really, yeah. Alfonso I, and uh, yeah. I gotta look it up. Yeah, if you look at that, like they give you the big list at the end. The list, yep. It, it flashes really quick, but I'm pretty sure I saw the director's names in there. Um, but yeah, so like I am super excited to see this. Uh, so uh, let me open up the floor. What are you guys excited for? Who are you excited to see? And you know, what, what are you guys feeling? Well, I am excited for the whole thing. I'm excited to see the um, the cast and, you know, every like the cast mostly come back together after 20 years and like sort of see where, you know, where they were and who they are now. And like if the chemistry is still there, like, you know, when the WooTubers all get back together, we're, we're still in contact. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like throughout the year and whatnot. So when we get together, it's like a big party. So I'm kind of hoping for that same vibe here. Like I'm hoping in my heart of hearts that they've remained in touch in some capacity throughout the years. And that like this getting back together is going to be like a giant party and an exciting thing for them. Um, because, you know, when we it happens with us, like every, it feels like a big party and we yeah. can include everybody because yeah. like everyone gets to sh- share in that. So I feel like I want to share in that with, 
the crew, the cast of of the movies. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what I'm most excited to see. <laughs> um, we're going back home. Like, it's yeah. just no. That's that's the best explanation. We're going back home to a place we are familiar with, to people we have grown with. And um, I, we had, I did a, <clears throat> a small uh, reaction because it, it's only like a minute and like some change. And I literally almost teared up like doing a reaction video because the, the trailer just starts off with the quote of Harry Potter training Dumbledore's army, teaching them how to get their Patronus, telling them to think of a memory. And they're like, you're starting off with this quote? Yeah. Like, think of a memory? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you guys are our memory. And you're, you're quoting this, like, I mean, everything, <laughs> everything about this trailer was spot on. You didn't need that much. You just need to have little appearances, little spots that you're going to feature during the special. And the fact is, it's not so much the trio, but the world and how Mm -hmm. much people were involved in creating this world for the big screen. And so I'm looking at the list now, the directors are on it. So you're going to see all the directors as well as the characters, the actors, the actresses, like everybody. But um, the one person, go ahead. Oh, the one person I haven't seen on the list that I'm hoping is going to be, I don't know, like a surprise or like maybe it's uncertain right now because of COVID or whatever. I mean, obviously it's already been filmed, but maybe it was uncertain or whatever. Are they going to like surprise everybody? Um, I haven't seen Maggie Smith on any of the... uh, Mm any of the promos and like she I really was hoping that we were going to see her come in because I feel like McGonagall is such a prominent figure in yes, all is. of the movies so uh, yeah. I would really I know that she is on the older side like if anyone has watched Downton Abbey um, <laughs> <laughs> yo she's still busy also I know she is, she is crazy busy and I mean but she is getting up there and like COVID is a thing still and it's going to be a lot of people so I don't know if that's maybe why she's not on the list but yeah for maybe a surprise appearance by her <laughs> yeah that's i know that's a good call because i yeah i definitely don't see her on the list but um i i when i growing up i used to watch a lot of um dvd or vhs commentary director's mm-hmm. commentary with a lot of movies and so this is literally right up my alley because i always appreciate the movie making process but mm-hmm. this is not only a movie making process this is a crew a family of people that i've grown to love and admire and want to be like and like their characters that we all love so kind of just hearing their side of it and how it was for them and growing up with for them i do know a lot of them keep in touch because i do follow a lot of them on their socials and stuff so um i'm just excited to share this experience and um they're starting the year off the right way and oh my gosh um bring uh, some tissues bring a box of tissues because it's going to it's going to be emotional for sure so i can't wait i can't wait absolutely yeah like i'm 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 right up there with you i'm excited to see everybody just in the same room together and like i said real quick about the um the cool sets they have set up. It looks like they have like the Yule ball there and everyone's like kind of walking think, through it. 
Uh, is it not filmed at the uh, WB. At the WB Studios? In yeah. Um, yeah, in yep. uh, UK. Yep. It makes sense because that's where all the original sets are. So yep. it would yep. make sense for them to go back there. Yep. Yep. So yes, they're yes. just going to be getting, um, they're just going to be being in different parts of that um, exhibition. And, and gosh. I have to say too, like, so for the first time last Christmas, we did uh, like the WooTuber Secret Santa thing. Um, and as one of my gifts, I got the Blu-ray DVD set that has the bonus features and uh, the movie ma- magic mm. versions of all the movies. Yeah. So literally for the last year, I've been rewatching all of the bonus features and behind the scenes and the making of and the movie magic and all of that. And I'm like, I have, I'm, so I'm out of content and I'm really excited to have more content <laughs> that's brand new, so never amazing. before seen yes. to add to that arsenal. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Do you, th- ready. do you think they're going to drop any like cool news in this? I really cool. hope so. I would love, love to see some sort of a show spinoff. Like, mm. I feel like the Fantastic Beast movies are really great, but I feel like they could do, I feel like the way that J.K. Rowling writes in general, there could be so much more. And I know they're trying to distance themselves from her at this point, but I feel like if they're going to stir up another story, it would be better off as a show. Like, take a page out of Marvel's book, guys, and do it right and do the whole thing so that we get all of the backstory that we need. Cause I know that crimes of Grindelwald was not well received because there was too much trying to get packed into one movie and it seemed like chaotic and confusing. So um, I would love, and I know that this has been mentioned before, but I would love to see a, um, a show on like the Marauders, like, yes, yes. The, the three of them, like, yes, I would love to see that. <laughs> yes. Yo, I it would be a wasted opportunity um, if they didn't reveal any news or insight or teasers. You don't need footage, maybe just a title of something coming in 2023, maybe. Um, myself, um, I cover a little game that's coming out in 2022. Hogwarts mm-hmm. Legacy. Ooh. That would be amazing if we got a trailer. Hey, you guys just or finished watching like this. <laughs> you know, like anything um, close to that. Um, but I'm with you, Lee. They definitely are trying to change the rhetoric with uh, the past Fantastic Beast and just the Wizarding World overall by distancing themselves. But also, um, if you've noticed both this trailer and the Fantastic Beasts, the Secrets of Dumbledore trailer, or at least the posters, I think both have a um, quote being returning, um, return with us to magic or return to the magic. They're trying to uh, capitalize on that nostalgia you have by being a part of this Wizarding World, whether it's through Fantastic Beast or with the reunion. So um, mm-hmm. if they're trying to capitalize on returning to magic, I think um, it would be smart for HBO, particularly HBO Max, to just tease, hey, here's what's in development. 
boom title for Marauders or boom title for the original founders or boom Hogwarts Legacy or, or boom, something, something about Elvermorny even. Yes, that oh my would gosh. Be that's prime. the one I that's the one I want. I know Elvermorny would so be cool. Yes. But, like something um, about all of the uh, the international sort of schools other than Hogwarts would be yes. super freaking cool because that we already have all the content for that. All we mm-hmm. need is just like to flesh it out a little and create a story out of it. And like, it would tie into the Fantastic Beast uh, movie because we know we're visiting different schools also. So absolutely. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. It would be so cool. <laughs> yes, guys, this is the year for Potter, man. It's finally this is yes. the year. This is the year for the magic people. I mean, we'll still get MCU, of course. But of course, of course. We got we got we got to bump shoulders a little bit with the uh, Potterheads as well. <laughs> um, but guys, that's gonna do it for our news today. This is very very fun stuff coming up. Very exciting way to start off the year. Yeah. Uh, so we gotta we gotta end the show on our favorite note here. You guys know it. You love it. It's time for the nonsense draft ladies and gentlemen each week we get together and go head to head in a fantasy football style draft where we pick completely off the wall teams relating to that week's topic you the listeners get to decide who assembled the best team by voting on our twitter page let's roll for initiative for uh, our gimmicks here and i think let's see let's look at the updated scores you know, oh yeah, we still gotta get a. Uh, we have Josh I know, I just for Mike in the trap in the chat trap in the, in the trap um, trap. Yep, and uh, yeah, they're they're all like, I can't wait to see which trees you guys pick. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty sure it was Tim that thought we were picking trees, trees. instead of treats. Oh <laughs> Christmas trees. Uh, but yeah, so to update the season three standings right now. It's Lee with a whopping 16, Mike close behind with 13, Britt with 12, me at 9, and James at 8. <laughs> so me and James are both fighting for last place here. Definitely a learning curve, apparently. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It's... Oh, don't worry. I mean, Mike and Britt were the original nonsense drafters, and they've won the first two seasons. So speaking... you got to pay your dues, I guess. <laughs> speaking of learning curve, I got a three. Where is it? Oh, you know what's funny is I got a two. What? And Britt got a six. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's rolling low tonight. I got we a... are rolling single digits. I got here. a 13. Nice. All right. So Mario's first. Probably. We don't know Mike's yet, but. Mm-hmm. All right. And we're drafting Christmas treats. Treats. Ooh. Yeah, I'm kind of like, it's like, it could be different for everybody. But I was yeah. Say, you know, I kind of have a list here as well. Kind of. <laughs> So oh my god. The chat is like just going off right now. Like Steph wants Tim to do it and he <laughs> Tim is like I'd probably draft maple instead of like <laughs> an actual treat. Swedish pine. <laughs> you guys are crazy. I just call it a slurpee and call it a day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so who who do we have? So we have Josh playing for Mike and who's playing for Britt? Do we do we decide that? Uh, huh. We don't have a Brit yet. Josh is definitely in. Oh, Ty. Oh, is Ty, Ty the other are you one? in? 
I think Ty well, was the other guy. Ty was saying no before because he still hasn't lived down his faux pas of uh, when he drafted for me and oh. drafted like a buffalo eggplant pizza. Come on, Ty, <laughs> step on up. I was reading your suggestions yes, Ty, jump for in. Keanu anyway, so we can talk about that also. <laughs> All right, so we got Ty and we got Josh. So Ty is drafting for Brit. What did Mike roll, Mario? Oh, I didn't roll for Mike. My bad. Come on, man. You had one job. Bad, one job. My bad. Jeez. All right, Mike. I need to. I need to get this written down. Oh, I'm already losing it. Mike got a fifteen. Okay, so Mike. Of course. Mario, James, you got a, a Three. Brit is okay. Yeah, so Brit, James, me. Okay. All right, so Ty, so you got the Ty you got is, the first uh, pick here. No. Josh is Josh is drafting for Mike. Oh, Ty is drafting Ty for Brit. Brit. Yeah. Oh, okay, so Josh, you're up first. Okay, so Mike, go for it, Josh. I gotta think, man. I gotta think hard. Ooh, Claw in the chat. I, for, I I for first was gonna say do Christmas dinners, but then Lee was like, that's kind of close to Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. So it's yeah. like. Treats is way better. I feel like there's there's so much like treats that happen at Christmas time that you know yeah. there's songs about them. There's like there's a lot. <laughs> true, true. Let's see. Uh oh, Josh <laughs> going for candy canes. Candy oh, canes off the jump. Let's go. Fair, fair. All right, Mario. All right. Uh, I got to go with, I guess I got to take gingerbread cookies. Gingerbread? Gingerbread men. Nice. Nice. Okay. This is going to be hard. All right. Ty for Brit. What do we got? Uh, what did he say? Should have gone with Douglas first, says Josh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to do, we'll have to do Christmas trees uh, <laughs> for like a, a bonus one for people on Twitter. Ah, Ty, you stole mine. What did he Peppermint got? bark. Peppermint. Oh, that's a good, good choice. One. Good choice. All right, James, it's you. Um. You gotta go with cookies, uh, but I'm going. What kind? I'm going with uh, sugar cookies. Sugar uh, cookies. Yeah, these are the ones we put on the plate and pretend to bite. Well, we bite into it, pretending that Santa took a bite for the kids and stuff. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, sugar cookies for That's sure. That's awesome. <laughs> all right all right um i am going to go with eggnog as my my first pick because nice. that is like one of my favorite literally mario's dad runs out like as soon as eggnog is in stores he starts buying it for us <laughs> and he like sneaks it in and he's like alicia look <laughs> <laughs> i got um, this stuff <laughs> i got this for us i got it um and then my second pick is uh christmas morning um 
it tends to be like a lighter breakfast, right? Because like, you know, like you're amping up for Christmas dinner and like you're opening presents. So you want something a little sweet. So I'm going to go with cinnamon rolls because that's what we used to have for Christmas Ooh, breakfast. That's a good one. Gosh, cinnamon rolls sounds so good right now. Wait, right? I'm just hungry anyway. I freaking love cinnamon rolls. <laughs> I'm just hungry anyway. Um, <laughs> let's go with... So this is tough. Treats. Well, desserts would count, right? So mm-hmm. I know we always have a type of pie, but I feel like it's too close to Thanksgiving, though. It doesn't matter. Like whatever you associate with Christmas. Yeah, but I'm also trying to get points. So I'm trying to think of a general, like one that I think people would be down with. Ah, You know what? I'll go with, I'll go with sticky toffee pudding. I'll go with that. Sticky toffee pudding? What? I'll go with that. I mean, you could go with the uh, Harry Potter series and go with the uh, flaming... (laughs) Flaming Christmas puddings. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good call. <laughs> uh, have we ever done Potter Foods? We gotta do Potter Foods one of these days. Oh yeah, oh, next year man. for sure. Yes, or yeah. maybe Halloween. I feel like Halloween or a back to school feast would be a great time to do that. Oh. Oh, All right. Uh, so we got Ty for Brit. What's your next pick, my friend? Ty, what you got? I got one. That I just thought of that I need to secure. Oh man, I hope I get it. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you got a wild Mario. Yeah, I don't think I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what Ty does. <laughs> Did we do hot chocolate? Not yet, Ty. No, no one's hot chocolate yet. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Good choice. Good choice. Oh man, hot chocolate. Good lord. With Brit. Yo, I feel like there's more beverages for Christmas than it would be for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, for sure. Yeah. That's a good call on the hot chocolate. I like that. Um, Mario, that brings it to you, oh, my yes. darling. Yes. All right. So, yeah, I was just thinking about these. I used to always run over to the dollar store and grab these on the holidays. I got to get those Christmas tree brownies. Oh, like the like the like the cosmic brownies or like the little Debbie cakes. Yeah, like they're like you know the white ones that you bite it. The little Debbie cakes. Are they little Mm -hmm. Debbie? Yeah, they're like Christmas trees. Yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario. Ooh, yes. I'm excited. I just remembered one. Oh my gosh, I got a while. (laughs) Hang in there. Wow. All right, we got, well, who's next? Josh? Josh is up. Josh, it's all you, boo-boo. I just remembered one. Mm. Oh, man, I'm like, I feel like I'm kind of, let me see. Mm. Oh, no. (laughs) Ty said that was his next pick. Oh. Oh, cheesecake, says Josh. Nice. One of my favorite desserts during Christmas. Nice. All right. Josh, you get two back-to-back picks, my friend. Yeah, that's right. 
Like you get one more. I mean, what kind of cheesecake asked Cindy? Oh, that's another great question. I hope it. Oh my gosh. I think I'm good, but I am not sure. I am not sure at all. Peppermint mocha. Peppermint mocha. Oh, damn. Oh, whoa. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a that's a good one. Oh, not a butter. Okay, Mario. All right. So I'm going to go with, I didn't know this, this is what they were called, but my mom makes them every year. They're in the kitchen right now. I got to go with, uh, I guess they're called peanut butter blossoms. And they're the cookies oh, with, with, the, hot, with the, the Hershey Kiss. Mm, that's a good one. I didn't so, know they were called that. I just thought yeah, they were peanut I butter lear- cookies. I with, learned that too. Yeah. Peanut that's awesome. butter blossoms. That's so awesome. we'll say peanut butter Hershey Kiss cookies, I guess, because I, yeah. I don't know how to identify that. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, okay. Sue makes them too. They're Ooh. good. I can't eat them both at the same time. I have to pick it apart. Me too. <laughs> I could eat it together. All right, who's next? Uh, that would be Ty for Brit. Ty, yep. Oh, man. This is uh, getting down the wire. Going through this pretty fast, too. Let's see. <laughs> oh. Oh, wait, never mind, though. Ooh, Portuguese biscuits. Oh, Oh, if we're doing that, if we're playing like those roles, (laughs) then hold up. (laughs) You guys are going to be in for it. All right. right. Am Am I next? Yep. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, we got this like every year, and I can't believe I just remembered this, but the assorted popcorn tins. Oh, <laughs> like you have, yeah, like with the designs with the festive Christmas designs on them with the different types of popcorn oh, in them. Yeah. Yes. Gotta go with that. Very nice. Oh my god. Hi, don't be giving away your 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 next pick in the right seriously seriously man you gotta like keep that hush hush (laughs) um that's a good one james because i remember that for my grandparents like by Mm -hmm. being at my grandparents house and eating the popcorn out of the tin like that was a big thing yes okay uh all right so my last two picks are um i was thinking of you know christmas songs and then chat blew up my spot and i was really worried that you guys were gonna read chat and take my uh Take my sleeper pick, but I'm going to go with chestnuts because chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Why not? Of course. I just like, but I also think of like New York and like, you know, like the roasted nuts, like the mm-hmm. roasted sugar. Oh, oh, those sweet nuts. Mm, delicious. Okay. Um, and then my second pick is probably going to be snickerdoodles because I don't have a cookie yet. Mm. That's a good one. And I love snickerdoodles. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. 
That's a good one. All right. All right. And that, that means I'm done. So, James, it's up to you. Uh, man. Um, I'm just going to go home. I'm just going to like. Bring it on it. home. Yeah. I'm just going to end it with a home pick that uh, something my grandma always makes uh, for um, for Christmas. And that's uh, apple cobbler. Oh, yeah, just, that's a good pick. Just, yeah, I especially with some ice cream and stuff. Like, yeah. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, that's going. I'm going home with it. My last pick, so that's what I got. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That's a really <laughs> good pick. All right, uh, that brings us to tie with Britt's pick. Ooh, what is he gonna pick? Gosh, I'm so hungry now. Ty, you have one pick left, my friend. Oh, man. (laughs) And this segment is brought to you by Second Dinner, says Tim. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, Oreo truffles. Yes. Sue kills those. That is her mainstay she brings for Christmas. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we always talk about food. Oh my gosh, oh, it yeah. happens every time. Oh my god, us too. When we stream, like when we stream, not podcast, we yeah. always end up on food. I don't yeah, know always. how or why, always. but it always ends up. It's on just food. the time. It's just the timing. It's always around dinner time. Always, always. All right, who's next? Uh, that would be Mario. Your last pick, my darling. All right, I, I'm shocked. Ty was going to pick this. I really thought he said it too. I got to say the pastel di nata, which is a Portuguese uh, custard uh, sort of, of cup. It's a delicious. Oh, it's my God. You've heard of it, but you've never had it. I've never had it. I have Ooh, never James. had it. Oh, I've James. Had it. Come up north. Yeah, James, if you ever visit here, one time. I'll take you to the local padaria and we're going to get some some quesadillas. Mm, oh, it's so good. I, 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 I started house. eating them when I was with Mar- like when I started dating Mario, and I was For like, real? oh my God. What I have been this? missing out on my whole life. My whole life. Oh, yeah. We'll get like a box of like a dozen. I'll, I'll, I'll house it. Like it's do it up. Over. I like it. I like it. So that's that's me. <laughs> All right. So now it's right, uh, ending with Josh. Josh, right? Josh for, uh, the for gr- Mike. The grand mm-hmm. finale. Um, I don't eat it. This is tough because I don't eat a lot of these treats, I think is what he said. So I did so much research. Oh, no. Got to go with the Danish cookies and the blue tin. Oh, Oh, that's a good call. That's a solid pick. That's a good call. You know, like every grandmother ever uses the blue tin as the selling yes. box, right? Yep. So yep. like that is a solid button needles, everything. Yes. Danish cookies. Yes. Oh <laughs> my God. She said you mean in the sewing kit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. The tin, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yep, right. that's it. <laughs> all right, so da- absolutely use that sewing kit. So Lee, right. let's recap the teams. All right. So we've got Mike, who was picked by Josh. Josh is gonna be eating some well, Mike and Josh <laughs> together. 
They're going to be walking down Candy Cane Lane in Candy Cane Forest with their candy canes in hand. Let's go. Uh, they're going to have some cheesecake after dinner because cheesecake is delicious. They're going to stop at some Starbucks, I'm assuming, for this peppermint mocha because that is what all the basic girls love. <laughs> and we all know Mike is a basic Mike is girl. Mike a basic girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... They're, with their their peppermint mocha, they're gonna uh, you know make sure that Vavo has her sewing kit for the year by getting some Danish cookies in the blue tin. Mm. I'm loving it. I'm mm. loving it. That's a solid. Those are solid picks, my friend. All right, Mario <laughs> is gonna be uh, building some gingerbread men. Knock my gumdrop buttons. <laughs> and then he's gonna have some. He's gonna stop at the Family Dollar and get himself some little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. Because those are the best. Uh, and then he's going to eat some, he's going to have some peanut butter blossoms made by Lucy Lima. Uh, those are the peanut butter cookies with the Hershey kiss in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to go full Portuguese and eat some queijadas. Because <laughs> Portuguese. Yummy. Yummy. Uh, so Brit, a.k.a. Ty, is going to start off with some peppermint bark. And she's going to wash that down with some hot chocolate. Potentially, she Good could call. put some peppermint bark into, into the hot chocolate. It. Yep, because yep. that is the bomb.com, let me tell you from experience. The other thing you could dunk in the hot chocolate is those Portuguese biscuits. Because <laughs> we've done that, that's for sure. And Bobo, that's Bobo's favorite cookie. And <laughs> then on the side, there, she's going to have a little side of Oreo truffles. Because who doesn't love Oreo truffles? Just saying. All right. And then we got James's team. James has got some homemade sugar cookies. Yes. Solid choice. Yes. He is going to have a side of sticky toffee pudding, which yes. I've never had before, but it sounds delicious. It's good. It's good. Uh, he's going to also be bringing an assorted a, a popcorn, assorted popcorn tin to the party. Yes. You know, the yeah. three, the try with everybody. Yep, try yep. popcorn. Yep. yep. Going to pass yep. it around. Yep. And then he's going to finish it off with grandma's apple cobbler with some ice cream on top. Yes. Yes. Solid. All right. Then my team, I am starting Christmas off right with some cinnamon rolls. I am going to wash it down with some eggnog. Uh, I, I feel like we needed some chestnuts roasting on an open fire because <laughs> it's, it's sung about all the time. We need that. And then. For dessert, I'm gonna have some snickerdoodles because snickerdoodles are the bomb.com. Yes. We're going with a cinnamon theme, apparently, because <laughs> you could pretty much put cinnamon on any of those things. And it would work. Yes. And it would work. Yes. Yes. And that is what we have for the nerdy draft episode 31. Oh, ladies job, and everybody. And you know Good what job. that means? That means that is it for this week's friggin' nerds podcast. Guys, uh, before we leave, gotta say thanks for an amazing year. Uh, you know, we've, it's, mm. we haven't hit the year mark yet for friggin' nerds, but like this is our kind of first year going on. Uh, we've had nothing but a blast with you guys so far, and it's only going to go up a hill from here. We're having so much fun. Um, so before we leave, you know, stay safe out there. Happy holidays. We will see you guys back in mm. January with some new friggin' nerds podcast, some new fun streaming ideas, more D&D. <laughs> more other fun stuff uh it's going to be a fun year for us uh so we're super excited and you know like we talked about last week you know happy to have james on the team with us to be on his journey with us and yeah. bring you guys some fun content every week Absolutely. Yeah. uh so for the last time in 2021 wow. i've been mario lima 
I'm friggin' nerd James. <laughs> I'm friggin' nerd Lee. And all the way from Orlando, I'm friggin' nerd Grip. And I'm friggin' no, nerd no, Mike. No, no, I'm friggin' nerd Mike. Mike and I'm, and I'm friggin' nerd B. Yeah. Oh, well. And of course, you guys have been friggin' awesome. And as, as always, stay, stay friggin', friggin nerdy. nerdy. <laughs>